Hi, this is Jeff Berwick, the chief editor of The Dollar Vigilante, and you're listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. There's the, the old cliche quote, but if you can dream it, you can do it. And there's a lot of truth behind that. I've seen kids that are younger than me, and I'm pretty young. I'm only 24. There's kids that are 16 years old that are killing it in what they're doing. And there are people that are really old, and they're killing it in what they're doing. Age is not a factor. It's, it's really up to you. So whatever you want to do, just go for it. This is Dream Chasers, episode 86, with Jake Rosenberg and Jacob Busani. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by two guests, Jacob Busani and Jake Rosenberg. Jake and Jacob are the hosts of The Power Entrepreneur. Jacob was born in Israel, and Jake was born in New York, but they were both raised in New York. They're jokingly both high school dropouts, which I love that. If you guys listen to Dream Chasers, frequently you know whenever I get guys that did not go to college or university, I just look forward to it because their brains are wired a little bit different than most. They both also now live in Monsey, New York. Guys, thank you for coming on Dream Chasers, and do you have any opening remarks for my listeners? I guess I'll let for this one, uh, Jacob, you made the original connection, so you can answer the question first. Let's get it, let's get it rolling. Yeah, it's exciting to be here, and uh, obviously always love the opportunity of hopping on a show with a fellow podcaster. It always makes for an interesting conversation. It does. I was, I was actually editing one of my uh, episodes the other day, and I, I interviewed someone else who's a podcaster, and I just noticed, plain and simple, how much more easy it was to... I mean, not that I even do a strenuous amount of editing in the first place, but when you have someone who's just used to doing it, it definitely makes it easier for the editor. Sure. So guys, I first discovered Jake and Jacob. I might throughout the interview, I don't think I will, but I I might refer to you guys as Jake and Jake. I'm going to try to keep it separate so that way we know who's talking. But I first met Jacob and Jake through the beautiful digital world of LinkedIn I can't remember who made the initial connections. I'm sure we just run in a lot of the same circles, uh, or all three of us, I should say, are in the commercial real estate sector. I want to say Yona Weiss was probably a big instrument in bringing us all together. And he mm. was also a uh, former dream chaser. Or I guess once you're a dream chaser, you're always a dream chaser. <laughs> but um, So we'll, we'll give a quick shout out to Yona, because I'm sure that's probably, if you trace it far back enough, how we all landed in the same circle. And yeah, so just great guys. Their show is awesome, which is what we're going to focus on today. And that leads me to my first question for you guys. And I'll switch this one over to Jake. How long have you guys been producing The Power Entrepreneur? So we started actually The Power Entrepreneur a bit over a year ago. And it was originally intended to create business and networking events, educational events for our local community. And after doing a couple of those events, we realized that a lot of people were giving us feedback that they couldn't make it to our events, whether they didn't live in the vicinity or they just couldn't make it on the day of the event. And they really felt bad that they were missing out on the knowledge that the speakers we were bringing in were sharing. And so we decided to start a podcast so that people can still learn from the people that we're connecting with and they can do it on their own time whenever they want, and it's freely accessible on the internet. And so we started the podcast just over a year ago, 
uh, we're going on almost 60 episodes now. Yeah, and I really like uh, the quality that you guys make a, make mandatory for the guests that you bring onto the show. Jacob, if you want to go into the details on this one a little bit, I know you guys have really brought on some big names onto your show, which is impressive for it only being 60 episodes deep, some of the people that you've brought on. So if you don't mind sharing some of the guests you've had and how you guys do go about bringing on these big names onto your show. Sure. Um, so I'm going to answer the second question before the first. Mm-hmm. How do I bring on big guys to the show? I think that's a great question. A lot of people ask me, how do I get connected to all these big guys? And the truth is, I don't look at them as big guys. I look at them as guys, just like you and me are guys, and just like Jake and I are guys, and we're all just we're all just people. And once you can relate that they are people, and yes, so they have a little bit more money than you, they have a little bit more experience than you, they have a they have a little bit more uh, you know age on top of you and wisdom on top of you. But at the end of the day, we're both humans. We're both great people. And once you know how to connect on that face to face level with them. Then it's just, then it's just them willing to uh, to share their their experience, their knowledge with us, and helping us share it with you know with the audience. And I can't say that too many people turn down the offer of really adding value to all the younger and you know seasoned and beginner entrepreneurs. Everybody wants to share something. Everybody wants to show that they have some form of value and that's really how I got started and some of the names that we have we have Ricky Cohn from the Conway organization we have Ivan Meisner the founder of the largest nonprofit you know, one of the largest nonprofits in the world which is BNI we got Scott Shea it's a 50 billion dollar bank we have Bobby Herrera where he empowered over a million Hispanic youths to really follow the dream We've, and like the list just goes on and on and on. And then we have influencers. We have people from all different shapes, sizes, men, women, different countries. And I think that's the beauty of it where all it takes is just an introduction and just reaching out to either their secretary or someone to make the referral. And lo and behold, <laughs> a couple of weeks later, a month later, and they're on. I love it. All right. So that definitely sparked a few questions, a few ideas in my head. But before we cut into that, gentlemen, we are now going to step into the next level chamber. Flipping this one here back to Jake. And actually, you know what, if you guys want to kind of bounce this one off of each other, go for it. But Jake will have you lead. When did you first realize that this show was something that you did want to take to the next level? So I think it was about a half a year into, the, into doing podcasts. When we originally started, we were thinking of doing it as a monthly show. After doing it for about, a, I think it was two, three months, we decided to make it weekly. And after doing that for about a half a year, we had a sit down and we you know, kind of looked at each other and we said, you know, we're interviewing people. And they have knowledge to share, but there is so much more out there. Why would we hold ourselves back from going after the maximum? That's what we did. We, uh, we broke through the, that ceiling of complexity where, oh, we're only going to get the local people, the people who we can drive to and interview them. But that's what we were doing in the beginning. We were driving to every single meeting, 
I think we drove once like two and a half hours to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, um, and I'm thinking where you guys live driving two and a half hours, that got you what, about 30 miles? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, closer to the 40. But, and then, uh, yeah, so we were able to reach just a, so much of a larger audience by just doing what we're doing right now, the virtual meetings. Um, and to, to kind of add on top of that, when we realized what Jacob said before, that everybody is just human, and if we can connect with people on a human level, regardless of where they are in life compared to where we are in life, it opened up the doors to, to endless possibilities of who we could bring on the show and the, the, the depth of knowledge that we could share with our audience. Yeah, and I have a, going back to uh, you, you guys, saying, as, as we said earlier, joking about being high school dropouts, clearly the high school dropouts that go on to be incredibly successful, especially at a young age. Um, how did that play out in your world? I just want to know what it looks like because I've had a lot of individuals that are, I guess you could say, in our circle on the show. And a lot of them have gone to, for example, Toro College or Yeshiva University or any of the more prominent, I, would, I should say, Jewish colleges in the New York area. What was different for you guys? I mean, I'll start with myself. I, when I left high school, I remember my dad distinctly telling me, you can either go back to school or you can get a job, but you're not going to sit around and do nothing with your life. And this, this literally stuck with me since then because that's, that's been a constant voice in the back of my head that's constantly telling me, you're not going to sit around and do nothing with your life. And through, you know from my time dropping out of high school, getting my first job and getting my second job and starting my first company, it's constantly been there pushing me. And I, I've always had that little itch telling me that I'm not going to sit and do nothing with my life. And that combined with me wanting to help people and me wanting to do good for this world has, has been a big driver for myself. And uh, I know Jacob has a similar itch. <laughs> yeah, so my story goes... I uh, 15 dropped out of high school, you know, finished uh, finished the summer hanging out with friends. I actually did go to college for like half a year. And during college, I just told myself that is not me. I'm not sitting in class. And I don't need this formal education to get me where I want in life. And, you know, I, so I dropped out, I just, you know, hung out, chilled and that summer, my dad gave me the keys to his paving and seal coating business. Mm. I've been working with him since I was 14. So that was already my step towards, uh, I guess, my, my first entrepreneurial step to success. And since then, um, it was really just, I took his business. I grew double over the last, over like a two year period. Then I got into real estate, did, uh, did a bunch of million dollars worth of real estate, got into where I am today. And college and me do not go hand in hand. <laughs> I'm more of a course and seminar type of guy. And then that's not to say that college isn't, um, isn't a factor in this world. I mean, there's definitely benefits to going to college. There's a lot of social benefits. There's even a lot of educational benefits depending on what you're trying to do. But I, I think it's important to note that it's not for everyone. And there are many other ways to learn in this world aside from college. And I think we both kind of proved that. Yeah, I think you, you made a good point there too. College, from my observation, does the greatest benefit that it does provide 
does seem to be a social benefit. I say, especially if you're going into business, just because I know looking for me, looking at my network now, I have so many people that, for example, I, I know that went to Westminster College where I went. I even, for example, I have my MBA, but I just want to, again, reemphasize the path that you guys took. And this is going to sound kind of funny, but inspire anyone who's listening right now, who's thinking about saying, you know what, screw it. I don't want to go to college. I honestly advocate for those individuals so much now that I've observed what the system does for individuals. Now, again, we can't like throw the baby out with the bathwater here, but I just think that individuals can get such a bigger head start on their lives, the direction they want to go, and also not potentially take on a, a bunch of debt if they just skip college. So um, for anyone who's listening today that's thinking about this, I know this sounds like controversial, but who's thinking about skipping college, uh, what advice would you guys give to that individual? And we'll start with Jacob on this one. I never gave anybody advice to skip college, but <laughs> if I would give anybody advice, I would tell them first and foremost, make a list of like 10 things that you, that you see yourself doing that you would really like. Once you have that list down, hone in on seeing which one is going to take the least amount of effort for you to do as opposed to which one is going to take the most amount of time and energy and effort. And based on that, make, um, you know, like see which one is going to compensate you and, and your time and energy the most or accordingly. And based off of that, make a decision, go to a course, go to a seminar, listen to somebody, read a book or two, open a company, start an LLC and just get on clients. It's going to be tough for the first couple first couple months. The only people who are going to support you are friends and family. But once, once you have that and you have a bunch of recommendations and referrals, that's where you're going to start... Uh, picking up momentum and getting to where you want to go. I think that's actually really sound advice. Um, funny enough, I saw a post from Bob Proctor last night where he said, think about the goal, not about the how. And I think a lot of young people make the mistake of getting lost in the how. Details. In the details, the nitty gritty. And they'll, they'll spend days and months planning out elaborate schemes for, for something that they want to do. At the end of the day, they just lose all interest because by the time they get around to taking the first step, they're not even interested in doing it anymore. For I think one of the greatest pieces of advice that I ever got was take that first step and keep focusing on the next step in front of you because you don't want to focus on step 100 when you're only at step one. You're just going to trip over step two and take it one day at a time. There are many things, many options, many ways to learn out there. Um, for me, some of the best lessons that I got was working for experts in industries that I wanted to be in and taking courses from experts in those industries. So if you want to learn about something, that the opportunities are there and the, the education is there. It's, it's an information age. Yeah. Don't hold back. Yep. Absolutely. You guys killed it. How can we, because we didn't even, I just realized we mostly talked about the, uh, your show, but you guys also have um, some pretty prominent careers behind you as well. Can you tell us briefly about what it is that you each do and then how we can drive business your way? We'll start with uh, Jake. Sure. So um, I actually have a marketing company called the J design where um we're in talks of doing a merger right now, so the name is probably going to change pretty soon. But uh, we focus on digital marketing, a lot of Facebook advertising, um, social media management, 
things like that. And our focus is to make companies popular online. Um, there's a lot of buzzwords and a lot of people, you know, talking about being in digital marketing these days, especially since uh, Ty Lopez made his course a couple of years ago and mm -hmm. pretty much every 16 year old says they can do it at this point. <laughs> um, but there are people out there that have a deeper understanding of how marketing works, the psychology behind what makes people connect with companies online. And those are the people that we have working for us in our company. And, uh, and so that's, that's why I encourage people, whether it's working with us or with anybody else to work with someone that has that deeper understanding. On top of that, I'm actually involved in uh, a new venture called lead lens, which is a automated lead follow-up system. Uh, we're about to launch for the real estate industry and it's really going to change the way real estate agents and brokers deal with their follow-up. Uh, I mean, they waste so much time following up with cold leads and trying to convince people to deal with them or to look at their properties or whatever it is. Um, the system is going to cut all that wasted time out of your day, let you focus on closing deals with just the proper leads, the people that you want to be talking to. So that's uh, something very exciting. People can sign up for the beta launch if they're interested at leadlens.com. Awesome. Leadlens.com. And it looks like you're looking to connect with real estate professionals. Any, any business owners? Is it small business owners, medium? Uh, we'll take anybody. Anybody that can afford to put money behind growing their business. Um, I think that's, that's a big differentiator between a lot of um, entrepreneurs and, and the serious, what we call power entrepreneurs is people that are willing to throw money and throw themselves all in on, on their business and what they're doing. So those are the people we like working with. Gotcha. All right, Jacob, what say you? So uh, I am a power entrepreneur that offers many services. Some of these services I offer, I speak, I coach young entrepreneurs and millennials to business success, business and life success. I speak on leadership, communication, networking, and my book, The Entrepreneurial Way, which just came out um, about half a year ago. It's an Amazon bestseller. You can look it up, The Entrepreneurial Way. And I currently, most of my time is invested in real estate. I do large real estate deals. I broker large commercial properties in Brooklyn and the tri-state area, as well as I raise money for different deals from ground up development to income producing multifamily deals. And then some of my uh, passion projects include The Power Entrepreneur. Jake and I and a few other members in our community started a Toastmasters, which nice. it's been great, going great. We're already half a year in, a couple dozen members, and that's where I am right now. And the best way to contact me is 845-213-9601. That is my work number. Or they can email me at info at Jacob Busani. That's B-U-S-A-N-I dot com. And all the information is on my website, jacobbusani.com. Perfect. All right. I got two fun questions for you guys here. And I'm trying to think if I want... I think I want you guys to try and answer these together, which will, might take a little bit more thinking time, but it should be also a little bit more uh, entertaining. Mm. And so the first question is, what is your favorite part about living in Monsey, New York? 
And then the second question is who has your favorite guest on the power entrepreneur been? Now I know those are two questions that you guys might have to like look at each other or uh, actually I didn't even, are you guys in the same room right now? We are. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you need a minute to think of an answer to this one, that's fine. But I, I want to hear your, uh, your feedback. In I mean, order. let's, uh, let's talk it out right here. So, I mean, I think Muncie, uh, just, it offers a lot of opportunity. There's, when it comes to business, it's, yeah, this is like the place. This is like the hustle and bustle of big business. Like it's, it's kind of the new hotspot in New York. Um, a lot of people are moving here from New York city, from Brooklyn. So the community in Muncie is, has been growing like crazy over the last couple of years. And that just brings with it a lot of great people that we can connect with. And it's, if you do the math, I think there are maybe like twenty or thirty thousand entrepreneurs just in like Muncie itself that have really nice seven plus figure businesses, and wow. it's just uh, it's it's also it's the community and it's centralized. It's you know you can drive one hour, you're in the mountains; the other hour, you're in Manhattan. Yeah, and it's uh, it's still a beautiful location. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's a lot more city-like than it was when we were growing up here. Is it a dream place to live? No. <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it does what it does. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, a fun, that's a cool fun fact about the entrepreneurs and also just the, the general growth of people moving there. So good to know. And then, then yeah. Your second question. This one, this one, I know, like, I'm sure everyone is, it's kind of like asking who your favorite kid is. So which particular episode, I guess, just stands out the most? For me, hands down, Herb Cohen, the world's greatest negotiator in the world. He was the one who negotiated the terror, the hostage deal in Iran. With I Jimmy think. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. He's he dealt with a couple of presidents, helping out on different uh, negotiations. He developed yeah. the, uh, the FBI's negotiations program. Um, that guy is a legend, and. I, I really enjoyed that one as well because, you know, he's he's pretty old. He's getting to the end of his great days. Yeah. And he still has a, a kicking sense of humor. Old, <laughs> we mean by like 94 years old and we managed to get him on the podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay. What Do you remember what episode number that was? Or his name again? I guess we could just go with his name. Herb Cohen. Herb uh, Cohen. We can look right. it up. I'll tell you in a moment. Okay. Let's see. He was... So we did uh, two parts. We did two separate episodes because that was a, a pretty long interview. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one was launched May 13th, second May 20th. They're each about a little over half an hour. All right. So Herb Cohen, definitely. I'll, I'll be checking that one out. Um, and then I heard, Jacob, you mentioned it once. We'll have you mention it again. I just want to go with the, the single best way for any of my listeners to follow up with you guys and get in touch. Sure. So I guess let's go with um, you know where they can go to listen to your show, but then also to speak directly with Jake and Jacob, just the best single way. So uh, you can go for the show to thepowerentrepreneur.com. It's spelled just the way it sounds, thepowerentrepreneur.com. Um, on there, there is uh, a link up top for the podcast. There are events. Um, we're actually about to launch a very exclusive entrepreneurial network. So a lot of great stuff on there. You can hit the contact page on the website to kind of get our uh, contact over there. Uh, or you can reach out to each of us directly. 
Um, Jacob's website is jacobbusani.com. All his contact is on there, his social media. If you want to reach out to me, my website is thisisjake.me, and all my contact and uh, different companies are on there as well. So nice and easy. Perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, guys, thank you again one more time for coming on Dream Chasers. Any, any closing remarks before we finish? I just wanted to thank you, Adam, for the opportunity for having uh, Jake and I on the podcast. It's a real uh, privilege. Definitely is. And I love the name Dream Chasers. And to anybody listening, if you've got dreams, there's the, the old cliche quote, but if you can dream it, you can do it. And there's a lot of truth behind that. I've seen kids that are younger than me, and I'm pretty young. I'm only 24. There's kids that are 16 years old that are killing it in what they're doing. And there are people that are really old, and they're killing it in what they're doing. Age is not a factor. It's, it's really up to you. So whatever you want to do, just go for it. I love it. That's a good quote right there. Might be the intro quote to the, to the interview. We shall see. Jake and Jacob, thank you so much for your time. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.